this week on Bonus Barrel. Well, it is true that I did used to have a full head of hair. This is the worst moment of my life. <laughs> Stupid fucking turtles. Fun fact, if somebody is in diabetic shock, do not put food in their mouths. Hey, hey, welcome to Bonus Barrel. And two guests this time. We're doubling up. We have the Carter's Club. <laughs> Did you say club or bros? I missed it. He's a club. Yeah, we are. We <laughs> encompass the entire club. The whole club. You are the club. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, what P2 says all the time. First the club. <laughs> no, he does. I get tweets, uh, texts, Facebook messages. He discords oh me all gosh. the time. He's like, why do we got to keep including these people in our in our club? <laughs> you know, uh, Shelby, oh you're going to get two robs this show. I I'm aware. How excited are you right now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I gotta tell you, I'm <laughs> I'm a big Shelby supporter, so oh, <laughs> I don't know necessarily go. if she's gonna field a double rob. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, double rob. Well, that'll be nice. <laughs> Second time we've had a guest. Uh, guest is ret- our return first guest too, I guess. Yeah. Hey, friends of the show. I yes. So this is hard-hitting questions, my segment where I grill the guests. This is not for P2. This is for P1. I already questioned you, P2. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. I still have nightmares about that. I remember. <laughs> so are you ready, P1, for this? <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right. Do my answers have to be legit, or can I give, like, alternate fact answers? You should be, you should be honest. Honest I'll, to yourself. Okay, I'll be I don't have I don't have a sting music, but a... <laughs> so how did you start... The Cartridge Club, true version. I don't want P2's version. I want the true version. Ooh. Uh, so I was playing Final Fantasy IV on the uh, DS. Ooh. And that's the cool, chibi one. Oh, I like and, that one. Uh, P2 was also playing along on his Game Boy Advance, I believe. The nice. PSP. So uh, we were playing one day, and we were we used to hang out at Tim Hortons. And this our channel, we had a, a fledgling YouTube channel. So I said, uh, this is a lot of fun. And we started talking about Final Fantasy IV and how much we loved it. And he said, you know, awesome. I've had this really great idea for a podcast for a while. <laughs> and he pitched me this idea about a uh, about a podcast for gamers where uh, we pick a different game every month. And much like Oprah, invite everybody on and give away cars. <laughs> so we don't we haven't given away any cars yet. but <laughs> I think it's cool of you to give credit to P2 when it was clearly your idea. Next no, question. <laughs> <laughs> what games did you play that inspired you as a gamer? Uh, Final Fantasy IV, it uh, yeah. taught me about love, betrayal, friendship, uh, being true to yourself. That's important stuff. Yeah. That's heavy. Um, <laughs> Link to the Past taught me that uh, when a family member says, I'm going over smokes and leaves, mm-hmm. they might never come back, no matter how long you wait in that hut in the rain by yourself as a small boy. Uh, Super Metroid taught me that even if you're all alone in a strange place, you can find inner strength. Those are great, wow. insightful answers, unlike the last guest that we had. Isn't he quick? Uh, um, <laughs> is there any special moments in gaming you'd like to mention? I'd like to talk about uh, Child of Light. It's the, the first RPG that my, my wife ever played. Uh, we played through it together. So we picked it up on the Wii U, and because you can play uh, one person using a, uh, a Wiimote, can control that little sprite. 
So I played as the sprite, and really all he does is make the combat easier for the other person. So we played through from start to finish, and she was skeptical at first, having never played an RPG. Mm -hmm. She likes games. She's more traditionally like a, a platformer, Mario, Yoshi-style games, stuff like that. Right. Um, so we, we got into it. Right away, the art style was amazing. Uh, she fell in love with that. And then the story was great. And as we would get to the, the story sections, I would read the text, and she would read. So I would read the guy parts, and she would read the girl parts. But that whole <laughs> game is in rhyme. It's all in riddle. Or oh, really? Or, yeah. And it's all, yeah, it's all rhymes. So we would come up with these fun voices and go through... And so we get, we finally got to the end of the game, and she cried. I was like, why are you crying? I was shocked. Yeah. And she said that she was sad that it was over because she had had so much fun going through it with me. Aww. So I'd say that that's a gaming moment. Adorable. I actually knew about that because uh, P2 was making fun of it in oh. the chat. <laughs> he was like, my brother's a big, uh, like a big baby. He cried. <laughs> oh, my God. Next question. What is your favorite color? Oh, that's easy. My, my my favorite color, much like my soul, is black. Perfect. That's oh exactly goodness. what I had written here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> With the CC becoming so successful, will you be planning on hiring a co-host instead of dragging your little brother around? Uh, yeah. So actually, this is kind of an announcement. Um, we'll take this opportunity. We were going to talk about it on Weekly next week, but uh, instead we're going to do it now. So P2 is not just selling all his games. He's also leaving the club. Because he's so busy with the baby and his wife and everything, he just doesn't have time to play the games and do the outlines and be a co-host, and he wants to give the club everything it deserves. So I'm actually going to be holding uh, a small auditions for the replacement of P2. Uh, the only requirements are that you have to be named Shelby, and you have to <laughs> be able to play games once a month. Well, oh. unfortunately, that won't. That excludes our Shelby because she doesn't play games. Hey, you shut your fucking face. <laughs> You're hired. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Next question. With P2 constantly undermining you, how do you find the patience to keep the club running as well as you do? So, it, I mean, it is difficult, especially I spent uh, a lot of uh, people might not know this. I'm in the Navy. Yeah. Um, so I spent six months deployed last month or last oh, year. Really? Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> it would have been a long month. <laughs> right. Um, so while I was gone, before I left, I was like, okay, here, Mark, here's what I got. I got you a co-host lined up for each show. We got the shows all lined up for the next six months, and we got the guests all lined up for the next six months. So all you have to do is show up and just keep doing things as normal. So he actually decided to take those co-hosts and just make them guests. He actually didn't let any of them co-host. Um, so he just had four guests instead of three. And yeah. then he started changing who the guests were. I was like, but we had this person lined up for this reason and this person for this reason. And he was like, no, I, uh, I don't want to use your people. I want to use my people. I'm putting my people in place here. <laughs> Everything people. is running like a well-oiled machine. Right, right. We're going to be winning so hard that you're going to be tired of winning by the end of it. It sounds like him. Um, and like you you made it you made it easy for him and he still messed so easy, it up. So easy. Wow. And so I came back. I mean, in the middle of the deployment, at one point, I was like, I, people were messaging me. They were like, you got to come in here. You got to say something. He's putting bans on people from other countries being allowed to be in the club. Oh, my He's gosh. He's not letting wow. anybody play the games. You know what I mean? That He's talking about starting the trouble. It's like we're building the wall around the Genesis. You got to do something here. And I was just like, yeah. all right, let me talk to him. Let me see what I can yeah. do. So I reached out from Italy. And right. he was like, you know, I, uh, I'm i winning bigly here. You know, this is a huge <laughs> thing, this club. And it's my club. And I'm doing a great job. And... uh just mind your business. You talked him down. I t yeah. So eventually when I got home, I was like, listen, man, what's going on? I gave him a hug. He had been going um, to a lot of spray tan sessions. For some reason, his <laughs> wife decided that he was too pale. So she was sending them these spray tan oh sessions. My God. And it turns out that the 
the tanning solution that they painted on his body was actually seeping into his skin, and he had had yeah. some dementia. You got to watch <laughs> that tanning stuff. I tried that for a while. It just doesn't work out. No, that's right. Um, I still look pale and fat. Okay, next question. Uh, oh, my it's gosh. It's been said by some that you used to have a full head of luscious hair. It's also been said that your inability to play fun games like Skyrim, Journey, Practically any FPS, and other games that may need skill caused the hair loss. What do you think of that truth? <laughs> uh, well, it is true that I did used to have a full head of hair. I used to put a lot of product into it, so much so that I call it product and not <laughs> um, And, like, I had, like, crazy wild styles and everything. I had a ton of hair. Yeah. And... I don't want to say it was FPSs that that made them go away. But it definitely, <laughs> it definitely was um, gaming. So I played a lot of World of Warcraft. We're oh, talking God. like two, three day sessions at a time, because you had to be. I mean, to be the best, you have you to did, play yeah. the most. You have to know what you're doing. A lot of research went into it. Uh, lost a job. And, really? Um, <laughs> oh yeah. No, no I, job. I had some bad war, uh, wow times, but I never lost a job. I took, I would take vacations and just play the entire time, but never, yeah. I never got fired for it. That's pretty hardcore, man. I got to say, uh, we were our guild was ranked in the top eighty in the world. We had actually we had some Jeez. world first kills on bosses, um, and I was oh. the main tank, so it was put up or shut up, right? And something had to give, and I didn't have time for uh, washing my hair anymore, so I just started <laughs> pulling it out. All right, so only three questions left. If you could go back in time and have P two be born as anyone else, who would it be? <laughs> hmm. That's Dean a deep Lasagna. question. <laughs> Ooh, that's that's a choice. club member, right? Yeah, Dean Lasagna. Yep. So Dean Lasagna is a club member. Yep. He has the the second largest gaming memorabilia collection on the planet, I think. What really? Um, oh, Jesus! Yeah, like he's he's just off from the the Guinness Book of World Records by like wow. three Mario tampons. Damn, it's I'm weird. <laughs> I have those, but I use them, so you can't have them. <laughs> Nosebleeds. Yeah, you I would say know, Dean because yeah. Dean is Dean's a lot like P two. He's caring. He's kind. Right. He's considerate. But unlike P2, he gives a lot to the club. He helps with he the club. He cares forms. about the club, right? Uh, say cares, he cares. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Whereas P2 thinks of it sort of as a chore, uh, Dean, <laughs> Dean really loves it. Dean, he, hold, he holds it up. No doubt. Let's say, for example, that uh, maybe P2, let's just say hypothetically, hypothetically, he's been poisoning your food eventually to take over the, the cartridge club. Do you think that he's ready for such responsibility? I think if P2 had to take over the club that he'd be okay. I think the game selection would change drastically because yeah, P2 though. really pushes for games that are niche and that he hasn't played. I said every now and then I'm like, we should probably play a, a Mega Man title in here. Just and He's like, oh man, but oh. I'm so good at games. I've beaten all those so many times. <laughs> oh yeah, my God. Man, there's some people that, that haven't. So It's not cool to have that kind of ego, uh, P2. Like You really should, should look into yourself and try to be a little more humble. Uh, you could be more like me in P1. If you've listened to the last four episodes, you can see P2 actually shifting the podcast, the monthly podcast, to being just himself. So you'll notice <laughs> after I do my introduction and introduce our guests, he'll ask each guest a question as we go through the topics. When we started it, he would be like, hey, Rob, what do you think of this? And then you would finish. He'd be like, okay, cool. Shelby, what do you think? Shay Sage, what do you think? But now after each person answers, he reiterates what they said in a smaller form, almost as if to the point that he's just going to remove them. So he's going to be like, and here's what I think Rob would say. And here's what I think Shelby would say. The whole podcast. That'd be great. Man, that's like that's that. Dirty Pool, buddy. You shouldn't be doing that. Last question. Dirty Pool. Been, I've not heard of that. It's been suggested that we pay you for promotion. Do you want to tell the truth about that? I'm contractually obligated not to mention any payments that may or may not be made for promotion on the Cartridge Club. <laughs> all right. That's all my, my hard-hitting questions. I'm really excited because Seiji has agreed to be on the premiere episode of Cartridge Club Debates. Because 
Most podcasts can become a sort of debate on their own with no format, and people can make their opinions, and generally the louder person wins in those discussions, and I'll use wins as a general term. But we wanted the debates to be more formatted and more structured. We wanted it to run the way that an actual debate would run. So it was very important to us, uh, Derek and myself, that we got guests on that would bring preparation to the table, that would have facts and stats, and who could remain calm if they get heated. (laughs) Now, I know how much passion you have burning inside you, Rob, because it is very much like myself, which is why I I have to be the moderator and not an actual guest on CC Debates. Perhaps one day you Um, and I can debate. Oh my that gosh. would be fantastic, but I, I'd be hard-pressed to think of anything we don't already agree on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're both great. Uh, but I'm really excited <laughs> that Sagey is going to be on, though. Like When I heard about that, I was really excited that that's going to be so cool to listen to. I, I can't wait. We should jump to the topic, but before we do, real, real quick, FF7 screenshots were released. Uh, How hard are your nipples, uh, P2? So hard. So hard. You could cut steel with these things right now. I, I couldn't really get a good look at them. I was looking on my phone. Okay. So I'm going to try to look at them on my computer right now. I'm trying to figure out how you would use the... Because you can see the commands, attack, yeah, yeah. Uh, material, and all that stuff. How would you switch those commands? Like, is it is it turn-based? Like, it's it's kind of so. confusing. It look turn-based. Because there's no way you could run around as, as well as go through those well, um, commands. Kingdom Hearts, isn't the way it's played? Uh, your attack commands yeah. at the top of the menu, and you just hit up and down. I, I haven't played Kingdom Hearts in, like, six years. But isn't that kind of how yeah, it worked? Did, did, or did it have a dedicated attack sure. button? I can't remember. That's how Kingdom Hearts worked, I believe, as well. It's been a while, but I can imagine you're just using the D-pad to navigate commands. Yeah, analog. Shouldn't, to move be, shouldn't be. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it'll be so, too tricky. But wouldn't X just be attack, and then triangle be magic? You know what I mean? Like, why is there an actual? I think X selection? is for trading items. Yes. Yeah. X. X going to give, give it to you, to you right? <laughs> I was trying to think of an oh. X to give it to you. Way to put that in there. I, I had nothing. So. Oh my god! <laughs> this is the worst moment of my life. This is the best <laughs> ever. X gonna give it to you. <laughs> All right, oh let's move on to the game. Gosh. Up next, brothers. Brothers, we have the brothers, <laughs> and what, what, yeah. what, not, what, like, how is that not a perfect uh, game to have you two on for? It's about you, as Shelby predicts, it's your story. It is. That's my head cannon. <laughs> uh, sh- Rob sh- thinks he's so clever, yeah. too, for just like, let's get the yeah. brothers to play okay, brothers. Well, <laughs> I don't think I, I am clever for that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, Brothers by Starbreeze Studio. Seiji, I want to start with Seiji. Seiji, we tried to get you to play this for a while. First of all, you, you said you couldn't play it, uh, but then you figured a way to play it, and you said you would reveal how you played it. So I'd really like to hear what you did to get that going. I bought this game for Steam quite a while ago when I was playing it, but then, you know, my, my PC is out of order, so I couldn't play it anymore. When you guys were planning this episode, I was like, yeah, at some point I'm going to install Windows on my Mac and I'm going to play it there. But that didn't happen, so for most of the time leading to this episode, I was out of this mm-hmm. episode in the in our schedule. 
Um, but the other day I was like reading about it and, and I, I started trying to find out a way to play it on, on OS X and one of the hits that I got was an iTunes link hmm. and then I noticed that it was on iOS Ooh. and I was oh. like, that's really strange. So I looked it up on my, on the Google Play because I have an Android mm -hmm. phone and there it was. <laughs> it's there for 650 so I bought it and I was like, okay, Amazing. I'm going to play it on, on Android and it's going to be good because I'm pretty sure None of you played on, on no on a mobile. That's phone. awesome. I don't even know how. Yeah, how could it possibly well, let's, work? Let's talk about the controls real quick, and then Sage you can tell us how it's different. So in the standard control with yeah. with a controller, uh, you control you use analog sticks, of course, and you control each brother with the analog stick. Uh, you always have them together for the game for the most part, and then you basically just have a trigger for each one, and that's their interaction with the world. So you're you hold a trigger down to do certain things, like holding on a ledge or, or throwing something. Or interacting with people, and then you just use your analog sticks to run around, and you con and you control them simultaneously. It's as complicated as the control controls are, although they are utilized in quite a different way. So that's how you do it with controller. But is it virtual? Is it analog sticks on the uh, Android? Yes, it's on screen sticks, which I usually don't like. Mm. And oh. instead of the trigger, well, in a controller you have you only use let's say two buttons and the two sticks, right? Right. Uh, mm -hmm. But in, in the mobile phone, each side of the screen, the left side for the uh, big brother and the right side for the little brother, mm -hmm. um, there's an on-screen area that you can use as a stick. And if you tap inside of the area, uh, that is the interaction button. So oh. interesting. It's very, it yeah. was very interesting because it, it feels, I would say, even a little bit better than with a, with a controller. The only problem is that you're tapping on the screen, right? So you get less screen view but i was really surprised on how how well it was working for me although huh. and this is part of it's going to be part of my critique uh i was struggling with some controls mm -hmm. with the controller because i didn't understand how some things work and it was even more frustrating uh with the touchscreen i can imagine so you two brothers um mm. So I, I guess I want to know, what did you know about the game before it was suggested that we play it? Uh, what, what did you have going in? Did you send any embarrassing selfies while playing it? Stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, me, personally, uh, I didn't know anything about it. I knew that um, there was a sick parent and you had to go and get something. For, I didn't know if it was the mother or the father. And I knew that you controlled each brother with analog sticks. That, that was the extent of my knowledge going into this. And I knew it was about brothers, so I knew I was going to be doing a lot of projecting onto it, <laughs> self-projecting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I didn't. I had no idea what I was in for, and uh, yeah, it gets pretty it heavy. What about you, P1? Yeah, very similar. I knew you control each brother with each stick, and I knew the spoiler at the end of what happens. So going in, I was like, all right, I know how I'm supposed to feel about this. We'll see what happens. Um, and... After the the big reveal happens, I was like, okay, that was you know that's not so bad, it's sad. <laughs> but um, then more happens and more happens, and I spent the last twenty minutes just bawling. It's so sad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I replayed yeah. it this morning and finished the game. I, I, such fresh for me. We know it's one of Shelby's top favorite games of all time, but I'm curious about you, Left. What's uh, what was your opinion going in? Well, go, going into it, I obviously I there was there's high hopes because I did know that it was one of Shelby's like favorite games um so it was kind of on a pedestal 
Yeah, well, I I kind of knew, I kind of figured it was going to have this like heartbreaking story, mm. and you know, like 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 they said, like obviously it was about brothers. It's called a tale of two sons, so you know that it was going to be about the a parent was involved and two brothers were involved. So I kind of I, I didn't and I expected some sort of puzzle game, which is pretty much yep. what I got. So I I was pretty happy with it when I started playing, especially. Right. So um, so a note about the because this, this came up for me a lot while playing it is the fucking art direction in this game is so beautiful. Like, uh, it's it's yeah. rich and deep. It's atmospheric. There's a, anim- It's like it has an alive feeling. You can see animals in the background and other living beings moving around, wind rustling. Um, and the set design is so good. Um, and I'll probably mention some of, the, some of them specifically later. But just the only thing that was rough about it, of course, was some of the character interactions and animations. I think that if they were able to polish that, that, that it would be perfect. I wouldn't change much else about the game, to be honest. But uh, aside from that, though, man, what a beautiful looking game. One one thing I really like doing is they had these benches overlooking areas all the time. And I would that frequently awesome. go with both my the character brothers and sit down on the bench and they'd kind of start talking yeah. and stuff like that. And I, I really like that. And it kind of gave you a nice view of everything as well. It did. It set the scene and the atmosphere extremely well. I was just going to say that's a good point about them talking because they have this language in the game where there's not a word spoken in English or, or any other language that we would comprehend, but they still tell the story through with without really using dialect that we understand, but we still understand it. So it's really beautiful how they did that for sure. They, for sure. they were they were like in the Sims world. They they spoke like the Sims. <laughs> yeah, it's, I thought yeah. it was Hylian. The language is actually based on Arabic. Some oh, of yeah? the words they use are actual words. Oh, cool. yeah. I want so on the Xbox One, there's like a director's right. commentary that you can watch afterwards. So I played through the game. I loved it so much. So, Shelby, if this was your doing, thank you. Well, thank I, you and not thank you because of your selfie that you posted. <laughs> You're so uh, upset. <laughs> uh, that's all right. Um, so I watched the director's commentary afterwards, and he there is some great I should have watched that. This is a very small team, mm-hmm. and he, he hates the, the subtitle. He just wishes the game was called Brothers, mm. but the studio forced that on him. Hmm. Um, Aw. But, yeah, the language Why? was Arabic. Why? Why would they force that? Must be a, co- a copyright yeah, thing. Were, he said the reason why, but I was in the middle of cleaning up my tears. So. <laughs> probably some <laughs> stupid businessman that's just like, oh, we should do this or somebody. It's, in it's probably just a class. It seems like a stupid. All of the motion though. capture is the director. Oh, he, cool. uh, he did all the motion capture himself. The story was shown but not told. That's kind of what I was thinking when mm-hmm. I was playing the game, and I really like that in this case. I'm glad they didn't talk. They didn't need. They didn't need to talk. They did talk, but not through words. It was good. It's probably <laughs> worth noting that this game is not an indie game, because for the longest time I thought it was an indie game. Oh, it's not? It feels like an indie game. It has yeah. the, the spirit of it. But when I was reading about the company, Starbreeze Studios, this is a company that has been on for a long time. It has been uh, publishing games, uh, un- very unlike Brother, hmm. a very normal game. Uh, Do you know any? Yeah, th- th- there's um, there's one with, with clowns. It's called... Uh, Payday. Payday, that oh, sounds payday. familiar. Yeah, Isn't that like right. a shooter? Yeah, you like rob oh. banks and stuff. Exactly, yes. And But you see, this company hmm. has been struggling for a long time. They, they've had a lot of, of layoffs. Oh, that sucks. And, but it, it's a big company. They have a CEO. And have, oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Uh, and although it, it is not an indie game, I think it has that spirit. Uh, so I just wanted to notice that because I remember when I was doing the tally for indie games in our top 100, hmm. I counted Brothers as an indie game, but I guess now we have one less indie game. That's weird, crazy. I thought it was. Hmm. 
the director isn't from the game company. He's a movie director. Really? He, ma- he makes movies. This is the first game, first and only game he's ever done. Yeah. Huh. He is since then taken most of the team that worked on Brothers and started his own company, and they are working on a new project. Wow. Some good insight from you guys. Yeah. That's really cool. I didn't know any of that stuff. I came more prepared for this than I have for any episode of the Cartoon Club <laughs> in the last Ever. Time. Ever. <laughs> for the entire time. I mean, being on Bonus Barrel, that's the big leagues. Of course I expect you to... <laughs> Well, you had brought up like the levels and stuff and like the set design, the environments all felt very uh, unique. Uh, okay, well, I'll just mention for now the area oh, with man. the giants. I won't up. go into specifics because we, oh, we can talk about that so later, good. but it was okay. really, really cool. On also so the good. atmosphere and the level with the mm-hmm. snow and the things that oh, you can't see yeah. that are spooky. <laughs> um, yeah, and like the music, it's like that original soundtrack was something that I'd listened to for a very, very, very long time. It's always in my so work good. playlist. Yeah, it's just really good. And I like all the little, like, uh, submissions you can do. <laughs> like, at the beginning, you see that I think there's a, a rabbit or something or a sheep. Mm. I can't remember. The black oh, sheep achievement. That. Yeah. And it was really cute because it was, like, all the other sheep or whatever or all the other rabbits. can't remember what animal it was. They were all black with the exception of the white one. And then you, like, drop it in soot <laughs> and then it's able to play with them after that. that and it's so cute. <laughs> But Life yeah, lessons. you can you can look for like all of these little like mini stories inside of the story that and where there's no dialogue and stuff that they're still able to tell that with this like other huge overarching story going on with you. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna go through the game relatively <laughs> quickly. So the, the premise of the game, of course, is that your mother's character is already dead. Uh, little brother's afraid of water. That comes in importance later. You start the game off. Your dad's super sick. This monk dude, doctor thing, medicine man gives them a map says hey go go find this this can kill your dad and so it begins and you start the game off and you're leaving town and, and you encounter a, a molded bully <laughs> yeah so it kind of starts off a little melancholy but at the same time optimistic <laughs> they seem like they're kind of enjoying their journey a little bit but you know the town area is just mm-hmm. you're just i don't know, i think it starts you off soft with some simple just pulling levers climbing up ledges mm-hmm. kind of showing you the puzzle solving because you have to escape the bully and i thought it was a pretty good <laughs> intro area Yes, that uh, one big thing is that mm-hmm. not only is the game started and your mother's already dead, I am responsible <laughs> for her dying. She died trying to get back into the boat that I am in. And instead of, <laughs> I did a lot of self-projecting. In the boat that you So I played this game. That knocked yeah, her in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I rocked this boat trying to have fun, having a good time. My mom dies, you know? I have to watch her die in front of me. And then now my dad's sick. And I'm going to go out with my brother, and I'm going to find a cure. That's that's the start of this game. You leave the town, and you journey into the countryside, uh, which I, I thought was a really nice area. Giant haystacks. Uh, there's no pumpkins that I saw, but I felt like there should be pumpkins. <laughs> yeah, me too. You deal with a menacing pit bull, or some sort of dog. Oh, so it was fun. It was an area, so you basically you, your character's calling the dog over so you can progress on one side. Then you have the other brother called over so you can progress on the other I, I can't stress enough that you get a lot out of these simple mechanics, a lot of variety, I, I find. And that was a good, yeah. I think that's one of the first yeah. parts where you start playing asymmetrically. Yeah, it's it's really impressive what they were able to do with two analog sticks mm-hmm. and two buttons, essentially. Like, And it is definitely, Left mentioned it earlier, but it is definitely a puzzle game. And figuring out these little puzzles and, you know, oh, if this guy distracts the dog while this guy runs and climbs on this thing and then he distracts yeah. and he can climb... You get this real sense of, especially early on, the brothers working together, taking care of each other, you know, 
They're they're there yeah. for each other. They are a team. So that makes the end Absolutely. that much harder. You're using the controller the way you would yep. use a controller. So you're feeling your analog sticks. You got your two buttons. And you're like, okay, this is the way it games. <laughs> and you start getting used to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny because you control I, what I would do just the way my brain is wired. I would have to look at and move on the younger brother with the right analog stick. And then the older brother, they would just naturally follow along because my left hand just knows what to do. And I would have to actively focus on the younger brother to get him to do what I wanted him to do. Which was a lot like real life because I just naturally yeah. know what to do and I have to constantly focus on Mark and direct him and guide him. Uh, I did find yeah. myself having to correct my uh, the left door thing a lot. It kept, uh, kept kept thinking it was going the right way and I'm so sure of myself but I had to keep pulling I him back. I felt like sure um, I had to keep them on their respective sides of the screen as much as possible or I, st- or I started getting mixed up. I did that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do, I do the same thing. As you're playing the game, the camera actually swivels. So if you cross the brothers yeah. over the camera will swivel to align the brother on the side of the screen that the analog stick is on. I was sick. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was something they added in. It was later on in the development, but the director was like, we need to find some way to make people sort of help them stay centralized on which guys they're controlling. And so, yeah, the camera actually changes with which side they're on. One thing I uh, I really liked about the introduction kind of stage, the the town mm-hmm. setting that you're in, is is one thing that, that they don't obviously they don't really tell you anything about the game, um, but you learn as you play. One thing that they did demonstrate really well early on is how the brothers behave a little bit differently. The older brother's quicker, the younger brother's a little bit slower, but he can climb mm-hmm. quicker, um, and the older brother can hit bigger stronger, levers that the little yeah. brother can't. So. The, there's a, there's a difference between them, and it becomes very clear very early on that they did a great job of not communicating yep. it verbally, but communicating it Absolutely. in other ways. Yeah, I love... They could have very easily made a tutorial section, but instead they just made you play the game. And I love when games do it. taught you as you play, which was amazing. Also, mm-hmm. me too. Before you got out of this place, you have to get a guy to lower a bridge for you. You go up to him, you ask him, hey, can you lower this bridge for me? And you show him a little map, you show him what you're doing. He's like, no, <laughs> screw up. So then the younger brother has to throw water yeah. <laughs> on him. Now suddenly he has the urge to help you, and he lowers the bridge for you. I, I do have a side note I was going to save about the little brother, but I wrote down little brother is a little shit. <laughs> Here's a few few things that I did with the little brother. Snuck up on a guy, of course, right. working, uh, scared and mocked him after you scared him. Uh, he drank alcohol. Uh, of course, we splash water in the guard, like you said. Then he mocks him. And then he lets someone's bird and dog yeah. and sheep out of their pens. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, goats. A little, he's a little shit. And he laughs about it. He's constantly laughing at them. He's not, he's not laughing by the end of it. Oh, my <laughs> so, goodness. So the next is then you meet a troll, I think. And then you are going into the mountains. Yeah. And there's a little story of the troll. You, you eventually see it's clear that his mate is inside these this area where other trolls are being enslaved by what I think is ogres or Warcraft orcs. I can't really tell. And so in there, you have a lot of puzzling. Like It's very heavy because it's mechanically puzzles, as in the place is set up to be a giant puzzle in terms of you're manipulating machines. Not so much nature. Now you're manipulating actual machines and levers and stuff. But it's a cool area. And I found uh, probably the first, I don't know, intimidating spot. And the first place where you kind of have a boss fight, if you want to call it that. Yeah. It is cool. Yeah. You, It felt cool Zelda-ish to me in a way. With the chains and then then the uh, luring him over and uh, you drop you drop him in a hole. This was the only stage that actually felt like a game to me. The rest of it feels sort of like yeah. an adventure or like you're going through a story. This one felt okay. I'm playing a video game. 
Also, I didn't realize that that was the troll's significant other, and when oh, they reunited, nice. well, they hug. It's, it's, it warmed oh. my heart. The uh, troll, <laughs> troll with a creepy ass face, though. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just see, I found him like disturbing. Like, oh, I yeah. would, if I saw him near kids, I would try to get the kids away uh, from him. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> so you leave, um, you leave there, and then you're on the mountainside again, and it's nighttime, and I believe there's wolves. Creepy. Yes. Man. Yes. Yeah, that's probably wolves. Creepy, creepy shadow, shadow wolves. wolves. <laughs> they killed me. I, yeah, I got, I got I killed too. I Even when my replay, I got killed by them. <laughs> so yeah, there is deaths in this game. It's pretty sad. Um, yep. So you kind of go down through this this kind of creepy woods, but you're going down through the woods, and then you're in a cemetery. Then you get them to open mm -hmm. a gate to the cemetery, and mm -hmm. I believe the next thing you do are crossing a waterfall. That's the part where you end up in water. <laughs> yes, of course, which we know uh, Little Brother's afraid of it. Mark can't handle swimming, so he needs right. Sean to uh, offer his true. shoulder. <laughs> as he swims him across the water. Exactly. So the big brother puts little brother, says, listen, hey, I know you're terrified of the water. I know you're yeah. scared. And I understand. Believe me, I do. But we need to do this. We need to save dad. So you get, we got to get across here and right. I can't leave you here. So I'm going to get in and I need you to hold on to my, my, my shoulders and I'll swim us across. And yeah. the little brother's nervous and he's scared, but he trusts yeah. his big brother because he knows he'll always right. be there for him. And, and you're in the Navy, so that makes so much sense. <laughs> it's pretty symbolic. And I actually do oh, really? have a severe oh, fear of water. Damn. <laughs> um, so some bad stuff happens. You crash in the water. And then you get this weird-ass oh, dream boy. scene. It was freaky. That was freaky. Dude, when you walk up and, and you mm -hmm. see there's a hand laying there, a mm -hmm. giant hand, before you even acknowledge that it's there. You know it's there because you're playing and you can see it. But the little <laughs> brothers don't acknowledge that there's a giant hand there. And, th and then yeah, you get into this weird dream sequence. Uh, oh, my God. Watching an older brother strangling little brother, and not intentionally. Not mm -hmm. not like the little brother fucked up the so club weird. planning or something, and then he deserves to be strangled, but uh, because of the dream. <laughs> was this before or after the rope tied swinging across? That's that before. was scary, too. <laughs> right, so at this point, there's the one thing that stood out, and that's um, when the little brother's falling. This is right at, before you, you actually have the dream sequence. You... Uh, are holding a log, the bigger brother who's stronger is holding this branch, and the little brother is uh, on top of um, on this branch, so he can climb up and down. But there's these creepy ass stump monsters that are slowly reaching out towards you, and you mm -hmm. have to your brother, your oh, top yeah. brother is moving you along the ledge, and the little brother is kind of has to go up and down to avoid getting grabbed. And a uh, very tense area I, I found. Yeah, it's like because Donkey Kong Country has yep. some of those where you have to go yeah. up and down the vine and you have to avoid the spikes. It's like that, but creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so more, more mountains you get to ride some goats that's pretty fun yeah yeah that was fun uh th then we get to the only part of the game where i had an issue and that's the damn cog i couldn't it took me a, like embarrassingly longer than it should have to figure Wait, out when you have to throw the cog across the, yeah that took me like 20 minutes to figure out what the fuck to do standing in the right place and then i looked up a walkthrough uh, I was like, what am i doing wrong see in the in the in the first oh, no. village, there's a girl playing basketball. You can take her basketball and you can throw that back and right. forth with the brothers before you drop it in the well to get the achievement. But uh, you can throw <laughs> that back and forth with each other. So Good that practice. was sort of a foreshadowing. That was your Chekhov's gun. Why is your achievement to ruin the little girl's game? That is because the little brother's an asshole. Because you're a jerk, Mark. But it's okay because I'll always be there for you. I am a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. So you need a crazy old man, <laughs> some sort of uh, eccentric mechanic, sitting in the uh, mountains, and he gives you a um, hang glider. I'd like to know how Sagey got through this mm. part. I want to know how that plays with the with the mechanics oh, yeah, on the screen yeah. because I found part. that difficult. Well, you see, up to this point, the game is pretty much perfect, mm -hmm. I would say. But this mm -hmm. particular part of the game is where all the wonkiness starts because I'm really conflicted about this game because. The true brilliancy of this game lies in the fact that it is an exploration through mechanics 
of narrative. And this is something that I, that I complain a lot in game that they, when they have a story they, they want to tell, they tell it through traditional means learned through film and lit literature and, and other media. So they'll, they'll do cutscenes, they'll have dialogue, they'll, they'll make the characters emote, but they don't use what is particular about this medium. What this medium does so well is giving you a whole new dimension of human and media interaction that is not there in any other media mm -hmm. form. So you see, the fact that you're controlling each character with a, with a thumb it's mirrored in the narrative of the game because if you think about your hands or your two thumbs as brothers that have to work together. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, I'm with you. You got me. <laughs> that is a narrative mirror and it's giving you feedback to the real world. So you don't usually do these kinds of things in games. You Like think about a normal game. You, if you're controlling a character, you use your left mm -hmm. stick, right? So this is, this is the big brother. This is blue brother. This is the one that you're controlling with your left stick. Left mentioned, mentioned it earlier, but you see the left stick and the, the, the character that I controls, I found that it was a bit more responsive than the right one. In general, this, this game has terrible control. The, the characters are laggy and they're not responsive, but it is made on, on purpose. So the controls are bad on purpose in the same way that the controls are bad in a, in a horror game. It's, they're not meant to be responsive. They're meant to cause you friction and to rethink about the eye-hand coordination a lot more than any other game. So when, when you are thinking about the, the characters trying to overcome adversity, to have teamwork, though all, the, all of those struggles, this is mirrored back to your own control scheme because sometimes you have to move the character on a path with your left stick and with the right stick you have to hold it or you have pull and rotate it yeah so th those things are very difficult but because there, there's a narrative purpose of that you are exploring these kinds of themes at a mechanical level this is brilliant that is why brothers is brilliant this is its main thing all the other stuff is not really um, outstanding to me the graphics are okay the the art is okay. I mean, all, all the others are okay. What is really brilliant about this game, what makes it shine is that. Now, when you get to this point, this is where the game starts to struggle with itself because they have to throw this cog around, right? I had to check on the internet, like, guides on how <laughs> to work because I couldn't make the, the characters throw the cog to the part that I wanted to. Sometimes I will, I will see the, the cog fly around. I don't know how many times I dropped it. <laughs> and the guy had to, had to give me a new one. At some point, it breaks the flow. And this is something that happens a lot with this game. After that cock throwing thing, the flying thing, it's beautiful. I, I, I love that part. Yeah, the cock part sucked. I, I'm with you there. But real quick question. Lef, what, what, what brother was your favorite? Uh, well, <laughs> one thing I, I don't know. I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but uh, just like P2, I am a younger brother. Um, so it, mm -hmm. was, it was hard not to kind of put yourself hey. and then your actual <laughs> brother in the in the position so uh i i definitely had to, I liked the younger brother a lot more and i found myself using him a little bit more just because that was me well i asked you that question because i figured you might have liked the older brother more since he uses the left stick oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh no i gotta get at least one bad cut episode all right <laughs> so uh real quick to the story you uh fly through this awesome cave you land in this gigantic tower like i, I mean literally a giant's tower uh, there's a new rope mechanic where you are basically pendulum swinging run brother to another area. Uh, favorite favorite part right there, by the way. Very awesome fun. fun. Love it. I, I, I got stressed because of height. Me too. Scary. Me too. 
but I, it's fun. Yeah. And uh, then you save this little owl thing, and this is the first point where I got really sad because the owl, you free the owl from. I'm assuming the these the giants were probably experimenting on it or studying. Well, it looked like it was beaten pretty badly and yeah. bloodied. So it's in a bird cage, mm-hmm. and you free it, and then the, it flies you out. And then it collapses, and I'm like, oh my god, it it died to save me. So there's some sort of intelligence of sentience to these bird bird griffin things. That's what I thought that yeah, had happened too. to. I thought uh, it died. We'll come back to that. Uh, and I because I forgot, and so I started tearing up again. I was like, oh, and I just played Last Guardian a month ago, so I was, so beautiful <laughs> animals are still fresh on me. And uh, but then then you're in the area that Shelly was mentioning, the the dead giant area. There's some sort of war, and it's just dead giants everywhere. Yeah. And you have. It is cool. You so have cool. to push their body parts out of the way to make progress. And you have to disguise yourself as a god. <laughs> and um, by putting <laughs> one brother on your shoulders and you let yourself get bathed in blood. And then you scare all these cultists away. And then you free this this this, help, this helpless damsel. This poor innocent girl. This terrified, uh, free spirit, kind, kind woman. You uh, free her. And then you guys, uh, you run down and you take a boat. And then you're in this uh, Arctic area. And there's these fucking killer whales. I didn't die this time, but when I played a year ago, it killed me constantly. So one one brother, <laughs> you're in a boat. One brother controls one oar, one the other, <laughs> and you just make yourself cross this ice river flow. You're in an Arctic area. Then you get the opportunity to save some baby turtles. So it's pretty sweet. It's that was so awesome. Cute. And so by, cute. Like, turtles are giant. There's a big giant turtle. It's missing. Is completely optional. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it, but it, but you know who wouldn't? If you have a heart, of course you're going to save the baby turtles. I didn't. I knew. I I fucking knew you were going to say you didn't. <gasps> I knew it. I was waiting for it. I was like, Left's going to say he didn't, and he didn't. So of course, Left enough no heart. Uh, he left his heart. Sorry, uh, uh, say that again. Who? Was playing. Who? What did? He, what did he not do? He didn't save the baby turtles. Uh, what baby turtles? You had you had to save those baby turtles. Oh my god! I didn't even know you could. I I saw yeah. them and then I just did kept you walking. Did you just laugh and keep going? Like <laughs> stupid fucking turtles! And I didn't know they were in trouble. They just they were chilling there. <laughs> they were crying and they're on a shelf. They were crying. Yeah. I just thought that was the noise they made. You're yeah, I, I'm I'm in the same boat as you, P2. I just thought they were just hanging out. Thank you, left. Yeah, me too. Terrible. I was like, oh, those guys are cute. I'm gonna move on. And that was it. Awful. <laughs> How do you save them? What do you do? You uh, have the little brother. For some reason, the little brother only. The big brother who's stronger can't push them. Whatever. Little brother brings him up to his uh, slide, and he pushes him down, and it, and it reunites the mom. Oh, There's three of them. Yeah, it's really, really adorable. I'm sure P1 they did They could it. figure that out on their own, I'm sure. No, I don't even remember. Yeah. That. Oh, shit. You, really did, you didn't either? Oh, man. Love this, it makes sense why you want to throw your cats in the fucking garbage can. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Shelby's been triggered. <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. I'm just curious for the sake of uh, completion. Seiji, did you say the turtles or did you skip them? I didn't notice nothing about the turtles. Oh, oh okay. my God. I guess just me and Shelby are the only ones who care about things. Moving oh, on. Why? You go to this uh, this frozen village. It's been iced over. There's frozen people everywhere. They're all dead. There's an invisible monster giant thing in there. You can't see him. Just his footprints and his stomping and his breath. And you have to hide behind snowmen that who've been frozen yeah. and kind of mimic their shape. So it's actually quite it's silly eerie, looking, despite though. the serious. Really creepy, but quite fun. And then you have a chase scene across a bridge. And then the girl, this innocent, kind girl, starts flirting with the big brother. I mean, obviously, like, if he's the big brother's like P1, how could you not? So she's like, you know, flirting with him, rubbing his bald head, and um, <laughs> you make your way up. And of course, at this point, obviously, you, you realize there's some shenanigans going on. And she leads you to the top of this really cool mountain area, actually, and rolls a boulder into this really cramped, claustrophobic area. It looks <laughs> looks like you're looking at an ant farm, it, how you can see you're going through a tunnel, but you can see the earth above and below. And, and she's walk, walking behind you, and she now has this pose of, like, a creep bag. <laughs> like, her, her arms are out, and she's creeping behind him. And uh, so, of course, 
All right, heavy spoilers here. If you've not played this game yet and you want to play it, I would say stop listening. Go play it and then come back and finish the episode. It only takes a few hours. Here's where you have, like, I guess the second major boss fight um, where you have to kill her as her, her drider form. There's something I want to mention here, something that I didn't like, which is this game is very, very symbolic, and I like that. But you see, the, the only female character, it had to be this trope, right? It has to be the, the temptress mm -hmm. trope. It has to be a symbol of temptation. I, I don't know why they went in that direction. I, it, it seemed very out of huh. touch to me. Good I didn't point. like it. It sort of bothered me a little bit. She's not, I mean, she's not the only woman, though. Your your mother's in it. There's the girl at the beginning, the troll's wife. Yeah, I, I guess major characters is the mother, which is also true. But the girl is, like, the only character that you actually, like, goes with you in the journey and you have more interaction with. Well, she, she she's the only real character that accompanies the boys for any length of time. So it's true. She's significant. At this point, the brothers have grown stronger. You see them growing together. And they needed to have some way to separate them, to split them up, to emphasize that. You know, in all circumstances, no matter what, you should always choose your brother before uh, Spider Woman. Another Spider Woman. Rose before hose. That's all that means. There it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I had a problem with that. I, I had a problem exactly with that because you have this this brotherhood, and, and the I guess the moral of the story is that women are bad and that they're going to mm. interfere with the right. brotherhood. I mean, there's a, a message I had a problem with. You see, it, it could have been that. Maybe it, it, it was the way that it was handled, how she treats the little brother bad, because you can mm -hmm. interact with characters, right, even yeah. if it's not necessary. And, and when you interact with the big brother, she's like really like flirty with, with the big brother, but when you interact with the little brother, mm -hmm. she gets bothered, and he's like, he's trying to, to be nice to her, but she treats you badly, so I don't know. There's problems in general with that. It bothered me because the little brother very clearly says, hey, listen, there's something not right here. And the older brother just sort of ignores him and pushes mm -hmm. him off. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's... But there's enthrallment but, going on, clearly. It's, there's some magic shenanigans uh, going on there. I don't know, man. I, th I, think, I think that... Because there's no way... Nah, he's just thinking with his... No, his dad's I would never... No <laughs> I, I, saw it as I would never push Mark aside for anybody, let alone oh, a, a woman I had just met. <laughs> You know, especially they're on this quest. They're doing While this adventure. Your dad's dying. They have this bond, and his brother's saying, "Hey, listen, man, something's wrong. Something's wrong." He's just like, "Oh no, we're just gonna climb into this fucking hole in the ground like a couple of assholes." Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. This, this seems totally safe. Yeah. To me, it would have been better if the girl sort of treated both right. right? Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. she would convince both of them. Yeah, I agree 100%. It's way better if she entices both of them back. Because that older brother, everything up to this point mm -hmm. tells you that this older brother is going to do whatever he has to do to protect his little brother. And as soon as he Correct. sees right. this temptress treat Mark badly, mm -hmm. his response should have been, all right, you know what? Yeah, uh, you can climb into your own <laughs> hole. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> I am sure. I am sure there's magic involved. I don't think it was just him being a dick. I, it didn't occur to me while playing it, although these are really good points, and I and I can't help but agree. Although I do think for simplicity, sometimes if, if they're trying to tell a quick story, using tropes can be uh, more effective. Um, but That's a fair point. I do think that what you guys say also makes sense. I won't say detracted from the game for me, but uh, I really, it's really cool hearing that opinion because I, I do think that you're right in a lot of ways, but it didn't bother me. Yeah, maybe maybe if it's something that happens in the story, but since the beginning, since we started this episode, we're talking about this major reveal, right? And the cause of, of that is the female character. Yeah. You know what I mean? She stabs him. She stabs the, the brother, and he's now wounded and poisoned. So, yeah, she is the... If he, I, and I was thinking this while playing it. If he had not done that, they would have been fine. They mm -hmm. would have got back okay. So, yeah, at this point, you're, you're dragging your brother. You find the tree... 
You have to set the brother down. He's too tired to move. You climb up to the top. I mean, uh, Mark climbs up to the top and gets, <laughs> gets the, uh, the the MacGuffin water, brings it back down. Brother, he's dead. And it's really fucking sad. It you is go really up sad. With hope, you go up like I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna get. The, I didn't know when the first one played is you're gonna die because I, I didn't know anything about this game. And you go up and you and by the time you get back down, you, you think, oh, I got him, I got him, but he's he's dead. And there's no coming back from death, just near death. <laughs> if that's not enough, as as P1 alluded to, you have to drag your little brother or, or your big brother's body into a grave that you made. That was fucked up. And then you have to drop him in it. Bury him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have to bury him with the game mechanics. Yeah. And it's not a cutscene. Yes. Uh, which is really yeah. fucking sad. No, I want to mention something about this part. Yes. When your brother uh, gets stabbed and you have to leave mm -hmm. the guy there to go for the MacGuffin water, as you said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I noticed something that was brilliant. It was completely brilliant. You see, again, the controls and the mechanics. So the usual mm -hmm. is that you control the main character with your left stick, right? So when yeah. you have to leave your, your brother there, you have to control uh, your little brother, Jane, just a little brother. This is not the Tales of, of It's Sonic or whatever, or the Luigi of It's Mario. <laughs> the little brother becomes the main character, but you have to control it with your right thumb, right? I mean, think yeah. about that, you know, they, they, they thought about that really, really carefully. You are controlling the character in this major part of the game, probably yeah. the most iconic one. And you have like weird controls, you have a weird situation. It's, again, the brilliancy of this game is that mirror between narrative and, and mechanics and controls. Absolutely. Brilliant. To push, to, to twist the knife further, uh, you know, that the bird comes back, happy moment, he didn't die. And then you're back at the town, and this is where, this is what made me cry, this is what actually like stabbed me in my small heart is that you have to uh there's a certain point there's a storm happening and a little brother's in water and you know your dad's up the hill you need to get this fucking macguffin to him and you can't swim and you're afraid <laughs> of water and so you're pushing your character with the right stick and you're struggling you can't move but then you fucking hold the other one the left hand where the brother was yeah. and he's guiding you mm -hmm. like not yeah. there but he you can hear his voice and and you're doing the actions together so you're uh, once again playing with both hands and, and and oh man it just it killed me that, that part was just so sad you have to go up the ladder by yourself by doing a running jump you have to, uh, the client swim across the water and he faces its fear and man it is brutal killed me yeah so a couple, couple of things first i don't think i think that's a different griffin i don't think it's the same oh, griffin it's definitely the same. i agree I think that... he wasn't all bloody i think it was totally different. no yeah. he, he, i think it was he healed Plus, there's a nest at the top of that tree. I think it was just. But why a would he griffin. just help a random person he doesn't know? He seemed to. They seem to know each other. They're hugging and shit. I don't know. No, because the, oh, yeah, the because griffins the griffin... were like, hey, that, he's, he's a good guy. Go help him out. No, yeah. he, they knew. he got yeah. back to the they nest, know. healed himself in the MacGuffin water, and then flew down and helped their brother. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I'm going to go um, with that anyway. Okay, so. Yeah. Well, I like that idea. I like that. Also, um, what's important to note is that not only has. As your brother just died, but you've also watched your mother die. So when I'm playing this part, I'm not just feeling sadness. I'm also feeling rage mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. guilt. And I'm dealing with all these sort of things. I'm like, I am the only link. The only thing that's common in both my mother's death and my brother's death is me. Now I have to go on this journey from this point by myself. I have to bury my brother. And of course, I'm thinking of of p1 i'm like oh man this is brutal and i'm mad and i'm mad and i'm mad at shelby what? i'm like i can't believe i can't believe i can't believe i'm playing this game i was like it was so good and now i'm so upset and i'm like 
and then I have to go, and then I and then I think it's over, and I'm like, okay, it's over. And then you have to push on. Oh man! And Sean's helping me get through this water. My mom's helping me get through yeah. this water, and I'm like, oh my gosh! I get up to my dad. Anyway, I I guess that's where I'm at. I guess that's where we're at now. Well, yeah, you got to save your dad, and because because if you don't save your dad, it's bid for nothing. Yeah. And thankfully, yeah. you do save the yeah. dad. But then, why not stab you in the heart one more time? You then see him break down yep. at the cemetery or at the, at the two graves. Yes. He's yeah. just breaking down, crying. Of course, he would be. And like he, j- he would not have wanted his sons to go off in this adventure for him. They, he would have rather them both live. Right. Yeah. Right. I think so, and that's a, the true tragic part is that you know you had to sacrifice your son so you could stay alive, and I'm sure the dad didn't want that in the long run. So I that that was the true tragedy to me. Kids ruin everything. Well, in <laughs> the rest of your life, the rest of your life, you're thinking your dad is probably feeling like you're responsible. No. You're the only common link to the two people in his life dying. And it's all on you. And it's Shelby's fault for making us play it. There's, there's one more thing I want to note. Uh, you, you notice in flashbacks that the little brother and the dad seem to get along a little bit better. And the little brother and the mother seem to be a bit closer. I think that's a common thing. Yeah. And then there's a switch, of course, because now the big brother and the mother are dead and the little brother and father are, are left. So, you know, that that's, makes yeah. it interesting. Yeah. We should go into damage, though. This is our first boss fight. Real quick, it's a, recommend, it's a recommendation <laughs> system. Uh, not necessarily if you think it's a perfect game. We can damage up to one heart each in quarters. Seiji, go ahead. Okay, so this game, there's not a lot of, of games like this one which explore narrative through mechanics. This is brilliant. This is something that I think is the way video games should go. Just for nothing, and, and because it's really well executed, the narrative uh, fits and supports the mechanics and the other way around. Uh, just because of that point, how well executed that part is, is to me is a no damage. But I, I will say this, normally I will give more damage to this game because it's, it's pretty rough around the edges. Uh, there's stuff in there that should have been handled much better, both narratively, mechanically, level design. Uh, there's stuff in there that just happens for no reason. The, the, the writing of the characters sometimes is not consistent. Sometimes they do things just because the plot needs it, not because the character is driving that narrative. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the controls uh, sometimes are not okay. There are bugs in there. So, yeah, it's, it's not a perfect game, but the narrative aspect of this game is just so brilliant that just mm-hmm. casts light over those shadows, you know what I mean? It's so Because it's, it really is extraordinary, so no damage. You should yeah. play it. Yeah, you should play it, absolutely, yeah. Alright, so what struck me the whole time while playing this game is that this game is like a Grimm's fairy tale in a video game. Um, This Mm -hmm. is a perfect transition between those two, and and that's really how it feels, like it has all these lessons in it, um, and it also has like a horrible turn of events um so it kind of fits into like the grim fairy tale really really well um so it kind of really puts you into the right mood to play it um i had a few weird problems with the game and and especially just the way the game was designed kind of like what seiji was talking about how it's narrative through mechanics um there's this one part in the game that really broke up how it was being portrayed and that was like after the wolves um and then you're going you when you fall down into the water there's a whole bunch of these cinematics that are more interruptive than conducive to the game. Um, So that part really kind of had me bothered. 
overall, it was a great game. Um, I don't the control scheme, well, unique and fits the game. It, it confused my brain, and, and kind of like what you were saying, how you need to have one <laughs> the 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 older brother on the left because he's the left stick, and then the the younger brother on the right because he's the right stick, and then if it got mixed up, my brain would just would stop working. Um, <laughs> so it was it was necessary for the game, but it was still annoying. One thing as well is you guys are talking about like how sad you got. I, you know, yeah, it was sad, <laughs> but like I never really felt too connected to the characters. Oh my god! And I think I think the reason <laughs> why is their their choice of not having them speak words, although a really good choice for the game. It it left me emotionally distant from the characters, it made them seem kind of alien to me in a way. So it was it was hard to identify completely. So that that's why when all this stuff was happening, I was like, oh, that's sad. But that was the only real emotion was, I feel like I should be sad and not actually being sad. So th- <laughs> overall, though, it was a great game. Um, I really enjoyed my time playing it. There's a few faults with it. Hey, uh... left, hey, left. You, What's up? Whether you live or not depends on what you say next. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm torn between two different damages. Shelby just threatened me, so maybe I should be a little nicer. Um, I just want you to know that no matter what you choose for damage, I'll be there for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it was it was a great game. It's a unique game. Uh, I enjoyed playing it. So I'm just going to go one quarter oh, damage. Okay, well, that's not as bad <laughs> oh, as I shit. thought it was going to be. I, I was pretty close to half. Oh, my oh, God. But, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with one You're quarter. All right, I got to go. Shelby, read the... Oh, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shelby. My support, no. Redeem left. Do it. Shelby. Okay. Yeah. So two things about this, or about like when I played it, because I played it uh, when it came out, because uh, it came recommended by a friend uh, who, as I'd known him anyway, wasn't a very like overly sensitive human being. And then when he told me that he had started crying and stuff, I was like, oh shit, this must be some real like some Jeez. real heavy. <laughs> I'm stuff. just a monster, apparently. Yes, you are. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so at this point in time, I had really been into. I don't know if you guys know what Gundams are. I What's know that? like Gundams. What's a Gundam? Oh, shut face. <laughs> um, anyway, so I was really like... a big wall that stops a flood of guns from running down. Gundam. <laughs> 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 yes! More puns, the better. All right. So at this point, like, I'd seen, like, a lot of, like, the series and stuff, uh, but I just recently got, like, into uh, the model kits and building those. <clears> so <throat> I needed something to kind of tear me away from that, and this game grabbed my attention, like, and it fucking held on. Because... Mm. Uh, to tear me away from those kits, because I was also living at home, it was like the summertime too, before going back to college, and uh, my parents were just like, holy shit, what the fuck is wrong with this person? Because she's been like stuck in her room building these kits all day, but now <laughs> she's actually like out and about. <laughs> but it was uh, like playing this game. And also, um, I have an older sister and I have a little brother, so I'm just kind of like stuck in the middle of those things, but I was kind of like been a bit more independent than the the two of them. So I kind of have like the perspective of being the older sibling, but also the younger sibling. Uh, so I can relate to both positions of like the, the older and the younger brother. Uh, and on top of what everybody else said, like this game is awesome. It's short. The mechanics are like the game mechanics are simple. Like, yeah, sometimes you'd have difficulty controlling like the brothers and the having one on either side. But yeah, like it's just overall like a beautiful fucking game. I don't know. And there's definitely no damage from me. Obviously, yeah. Um, you're smart. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I think I think it was during like our top 100 episode where I had mentioned that Valkyria Chronicles was probably the best game that I had played for the money spent. 
Mm. Uh, the second would be Brothers, just because, like, mm. for what you got, it was, I thought, anyway, uh, relatively cheap, and it was, like, fucking amazing. And I cried from the point that the brother, the older brother, is stabbed till mm-hmm. the end of the game. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. No bunch damage. Of, bunch of just babies. I knew, I knew it was coming. Whoa. I knew it was coming. I fall <laughs> yeah. too from that point. I'll go next. Is this your first damage? This is my first damage. I'm very excited. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, Damn. so uh, <laughs> unlike Shelby, I can't go both ways. Uh, I am an older brother, so oh, I boy. only associate... That's what she said. She could go both ways. Um, so I only associate with the older brother. So I started playing this game, and I knew going in that the older brother dies. So I started playing it, you know, and Shelby had made the joke, oh, this is it's prophetic, it's it's the story of you guys. And I'm like, oh, yeah, haha, I'm going to die at the end. I get it. I'm older. I'll probably die first anyway. I mean, let's be honest. I'm serious. It's heart attack. But, so, uh, oh, I start playing the game, and I'm going through. I loved it. I loved every single fucking second of this game. Oh, yeah. And we get through, and then Shelby shows up, and she tries to take us into her hole. And we go down there, and we're fighting her. And I don't like spiders to begin with, so it was kind of cool that it was a spider we were fighting. And uh, I get stabbed, and I'm like, okay, here it comes. I'm going to die. I'm ready for this. So then we get to the point, you know, where I Mark goes and gets the juice, and he comes down, and he's trying to pour it into my mouth like a diabetic in shock with a crushed up cookie. <laughs> and it's not working. Uh, also, that fun fact, that won't work if somebody is in diabetic shock. Do not put food in their mouths. Do um, not do that. So Have you learned the hard way? <laughs> yeah, actually, I... That's the story I'll tell you offline, but yeah, our, our grandfather okay. was diabetic, and I got phone called to the house <laughs> once when he was in shock. Yeah. Jeez, my yeah, cousin was that. trying to feed him a cookie, and I was like, you, you can't do that. No! It's, it's not good. You got to put his hand in water, and uh, no. Anyway, so, <laughs> so I die, and, you know, Mark's, Mark's trying to give me tea, and I'm unconscious, and it's not working, and uh, he dies. And then there's like this, a little of a cutscene. The, the little brother's crying, and it's raining, and the music's sad, but they cut out the sound, so you can sort of see him, like, yelling, like that silent yell, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, and at this point, I'm solid. Not a tear, you know what I mean? I'm a little choked up, because I just watched myself die, because I did associate with the older <laughs> brother quite a bit. He's stronger, he's better looking, people like him more. Yeah. Um, Shinier head. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he trusted Shelby, and he probably shouldn't have. <laughs> so, uh, it's great. And then, the screen goes black screen you know fade back into color and the little brother standing on the edge of this grave and i stop my so i'm playing the game my stepdaughter sitting at the kitchen table colleen is in her rocking chair watching and i'm and for five minutes i just stared at the screen and i couldn't I, i couldn't move i was like i have to fucking walk over there and drag my body into this grave I was like, it's not enough that they killed me. Did you just stop playing whenever the older brother died? Because you're like, that's yeah, me. I'm done. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Worst yeah. of credit that. What? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I, it was seriously, it was like a solid five minutes. And in that five minutes of staring at the grave, it was like, I'm looking at the grave. I'm looking at the body. I'm looking at the grave. I'm looking at the body, grave, body, grave, body, body, grave, grave, body. And it's just like, I don't know if I can do this. And then it was like, I'm I'm getting choked up. I'm getting teary. I get got it in the back of the throat. The eyes are, are watery. Colleen's rocking in her chair. And then I think, how the fuck is Mark gonna do this? 
I am so, <laughs> and at that moment, I, waterworks, boom, started to ball. My Gundam gave loose. Aww. And it was, all I could think was, Mark is going to, because I know how emotional Mark is. And Mark is very, he's very. Well, he's going to get invite the wrong guest he gets to help attached. him bury you. Yeah. He, he was just, I, I know, I know. I'm sitting there, I'm looking at him like, Mark is going to be a mess. He's going to die. Like, he's, gonna he's not, up. he might not be able to finish this game because of this part. So I said, I got to beat it. I got to go over there. I got to find out what happens. I need to know how bad it gets so that I can stop him from playing it if I have to. <laughs> oh, wow. Balling. So I walked From the over. dead, you are still from trying the, to save him. because I yeah. will always be there for you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so I dragged the body over to the grave and I put uh-huh. it in and I'm like, okay, I got it in and I'm waiting for something to happen. And I'm like, when you drop the body, something really cool that they did, you drop the body and then... To let you know that there was more, the game moves you behind one of these three piles of dirt. And then I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Now I gotta <laughs> bury him? And you're pushing the dirt in, and as you're pushing the dirt in, the little brother's crying, and the older brother's just a corpse, and I'm just shattered. <laughs> I'm ba- All I can see is Mark having to go through this experience of having to bury me, and how that is a very real... <laughs> possibility that at some point whether it's tomorrow or 15 years from now mark will have to stand there over my grave and bury me first p1 it's it's a game i promise you it didn't didn't happen you're okay mark's okay everything's okay so each pile of dirt i'm balling my wife is laughing her ass off at me kid is like you're weird yeah, she doesn't uh, like you what? anymore, for sure. Yeah. I was like, listen, this game is lit, and you need to accept that. <laughs> he's in the ground. He's buried. This can't get any worse. So then you start walking, and you get to this ledge. And when you're climbing the ledges up to this point, there's a handhold for little brother, and there's a handhold for big brother. Well, you get to this little wall, and you go, and you climb, you jump on the handheld for little brother, and then you look to the left, and there's a handheld for Big Brother. But they fucking knew Big Brother was never going to need to use his handheld. They knew he wasn't going to be there because you die before you get there. So why would they put it in there unless it was to give you another visual reminder of you don't need to hold that left trigger. It's like your whole hand has been cut off because you don't even need it anymore. So I cried for that. Then you right. get to the water Aww. and it's like... He's gonna go in there. At what and point swim. did you take the selfie? So I, I uh, start. The first selfie was when I found out I had to put him in the grave. Okay. Oh, there's more than one. There's yeah. two. Yeah. Oh. There's, um. There's two. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> in, you know, it's it's great to hear that you're a big baby and you cry, but you're gonna actually uh-huh, damage so, it. Oh, oh, oh so, whoa! Holy shit! So yeah, I went through whoa. all of this, and this game damaged me. So I don't oh. think oh. that I can damage this game. This game is a masterpiece. <laughs> if you haven't played it and you have siblings, you have to play it. If you play it and Let's you don't see. feel anything, you're probably a monster. And your name is probably left. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, no damage. I got no damage. Wow. Okay. So first of all, first up, do you all hear yourselves? Second of all, this is a recommendation system, not That's a right. rating. If this were a rating, this would have been an 11 out of 10, yeah. a 12 out of 10, a 15 out of 10. This is a recommend. Have you ever seen a movie called Requiem for a Dream? Uh, yeah, don't yeah. don't watch that. That is a really good movie that you shouldn't watch. Thank you. <laughs> wow, you just summed up Brothers. Oh, no. Okay, oh, Brothers. Wow. Brothers is an amazing game, amazing me- mechanics, unique. I think I have never played a game as unique right. as this yeah. game. 
So you should um, experience it. Up to the very end? My God, beautiful. As a recommendation system, I How cannot... How can you rec- not? Uh, uh, the, no, uh, hold on, hold on. Okay. No damage is, is... I recommend it to every single person. I could never recommend this without warning somebody, and by warning them, it will be spoiling it. Why so would you I save them from conflicted. that? Why don't you want them to feel these, these emotions? I, I it's good to feel. Okay, I would never tell somebody, go watch Requiem for a Dream. When Requiem for a Dream comes up, it's like, okay, you've seen it, I've seen it, now we can discuss it. I would never say, okay, go watch Requiem for a Dream, because you will walk away feeling really scarred and weird. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what oh, Brothers man. is. It's a beautiful experience, but it is sad, and it is gut-wrenching. And if you have an older brother, my gut, my heart was ripped out of me. I was like, I can't believe this just happened. Why did this guy make my dad cry at the end? I was so upset. Okay. That's good storytelling. So, <laughs> with all of this, it, beautiful storytelling, but it's a recommendation. Like oh I said, if this were rating, okay. 20 out of 10. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, great game. Great game. Great mechanics. I had no problem controlling anybody throughout the whole thing. I loved yeah. it. Start to finish. Except for my gut-wrenching emotional oh, turmoil. <laughs> so... I couldn't. I couldn't recommend this to every single person. Are you sure you're not just projecting? Oh, I'm. Ex- that's exactly what I'm doing. So if I'm asking somebody, if somebody's up to me, hey, would you recommend a game to me? I have to say, <laughs> A, do you have an older brother? B, do you get sad when you watch movies? <laughs> These things need to come into play when you go to play brothers. So what if they say they, no? Then the average they, person is going to at least say most people. Most say people no. say no that they they don't feel things. Then go ahead. Like they don't, they, they don't have a brother. Let's say they don't have a brother. Or then a I would brother. recommend this to every oh. one of those persons. So you can't give well, it. A we don't full know. Oh, if I would he's never give it a full damage. This. You never let him fucking finish. Uh, sound like you're. <laughs> sound like he's building up. To <laughs> no, 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 no. I would never full damage. At, at most, it would be a quarter damage because there's a quarter of the population that it. is going to be in my situation, <laughs> and I would feel bad if I was the one recommending it to them. If they go out and experience it on their own, that's great. I would love to discuss it with them later. But I feel okay. like. I went into this with no warning. I had no idea what was going to happen. And and I love that I went through it, but I would feel bad to say, go watch Requiem for a Dream to somebody because it is powerful. And that's what I got from this. Um, so I'm going to go just one quarter Oof. damage because I want to recommend it to everybody. I want everybody to experience it, but I don't want, I don't want the blood on my hands. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want to be the one responsible for that. But it is a beautiful game. Um, but you will feel stuff if you are in my predicament. So one quarter Damn. damage. But then you have you have a sample audience of uh, of us. I don't know. We're here. Left, right. Didn't feel anything. I could never know that I though. Had a lot of I would never know. <laughs> I would never know. I don't know how close Left is to his brother. I don't know. <laughs> but that's the thing is, I wouldn't know when I go to tell him to play it. You know what I mean? So it's hard. I could even do half damage, but right. I can't. I I love the game too much. I can only do a quarter damage. Fair enough. Well, it's a great game. <laughs> leaves it to me. I'm going to do a long build up. No damage. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that leaves it our first boss fight at five and a half hearts out of six. Damn. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. Pretty good. That's a, that's a good game. You what know, good game? one thing that well, reminded me of something you said something about, or, or P1 said something about it damaged him. And a long time ago, Seiji said a game rebounded back and damaged him. And I can't remember what game it was. Do you oh, remember? Yeah. Do you, any of you guys remember what that was? It's a game that has its own logic, its own game. Yeah. It's so cohesive and it's so good. I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna put it this way: the game is so powerful that I, I, I can attack it with all my might. 
Right, but it's so powerful that instead of me doing it damage, it damages me. <laughs> <laughs> and it drains my heart and it ends up with four hearts. You can't get four yeah, hearts. Whoa, 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 too much. <laughs> Shit, I can't remember what it was. It might have been Carol Blast. It I might can't be Carol Blast. It definitely Blaster. seduced me too. Yeah. Maybe it was seduced <laughs> me too. <laughs> actually added hearts for that one. <laughs> Also, did we talk about the suicide part where we save the guy from? Oh from no! Let's just end on the happy note. Yeah, there's a. <laughs> you can rescue him. That was that was good. A, yeah, you yeah. see his house burned down and his dead yeah. family. Uh, dead family. And he's trying sprawled to hang out everywhere. Yeah, but you can still so catch him. Yeah. Your choices. Your choices are allow him to be with them for eternity, or force him to a life of right. wondering what would have happened if he had just not fallen asleep with that cigarette. In his <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Who knows? He's killing himself. I don't know. I don't know. End the pain. So, lesson learned. Don't watch Re Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> well, I don't think I have seen it now, and I, no, I'm not going to watch it. Don't. it I don't and if you see it. cultists trying to uh, <laughs> sacrifice somebody, let them sacrifice that person. <laughs> yes. You know, also a good They were point. doing the world a favor. Yeah, they were. I know. Then you had to ruin it. The writing is literally on the wall as you're going down. You see them sacrificing it to some sort of spider god thing. Mm -hmm. On the on the on the cave walls as you're you're going down, that was some good. Yeah, force, we dropped though. the this, ball there for sure. I just, <laughs> Shelby, I want oh, to thank you also. for enticing Mark and I into your hole to play this game with you. <laughs> you know, this you guys all know. It was my idea. Shelby didn't do anything. Well, fuck off. Oh. As if. Well, Rob, we're happy to be in your hole. As um, well. Also, <laughs> thank you. Funny for everybody in my hole. Oh boy! Is this? Is this? Actually I also wanted to mention. Like, what the fuck? They say the characters' names. It's Naya, and I think it's Nai. I think is the younger brother. Um, and that's the only dialogue that I picked up on the whole game. Yeah. Which also let me get closer to them. Mm -hmm. I felt that brought me closer to them. Just whenever he would say Naya, especially at the end. Yeah, that I got thought me he was good. saying Marka and Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was hearing for sure. For sure. You know, I enjoyed this crossover. Unfortunately, you guys weren't uh, as generous as us in doing a crossover with weekly so that's too bad we could have had a cool we can uh, only emotionally destroy them so many times you uh so, you know. when you hear the weekly that we <laughs> recorded you. yesterday you're gonna be happy you weren't on it <laughs> <laughs> oh boy yeah oh man yeah. i and i can't even say oh can you even spoiler because your weekly's gonna be out before yeah. this is out so unfortunately we can't huh. even tease the, uh, the audience and yeah so yeah it was uh, whatever the rant got that. uh heated Interesting. Let's just say it involves Zelda DLC, which is oh, why I brought it up earlier. Oh shit! I wish I could have been there for that. All right. Well, uh, I also wish I had an older brother. That's a, I feel like I'm missing out by well, having an older brother. If you did have an older brother, you would be the quarter that I wouldn't recommend this to. <laughs> right, you might not have an actual right, older brother, what? and I know we haven't physically met yeah, each other, but I'm happy I'm for to let you know that. Yes. As a surrogate older brother. I'll always be there. Here we go. <laughs> yes. That's what, I needed. That's what I needed to hear. Uh, you guys want to plug your stuff? <laughs> oh, uh, cartridgeclub.org, yeah. I guess, is uh, yeah. where you can find everything. Uh, including us. Yeah. yeah. And uh, SoundCloud's where our shit's at. Twitter tweeted us. If you play this game, uh, let us know. Hopefully you didn't listen to the whole episode uh, until you played yeah. it. Yeah. But hey, we, we gave you warnings, so you know if you get triggered, that's not, that's not on me. So triggered. Yeah. Alright, well thank you all for listening. This is Rob. And Shelby. Left. Seiji. P1. Player two. <laughs> Do we not say our names? <laughs> <laughs>